Hey, what's up, Nerd Funnelers? I'm Bob Shway. You're listening to Nerd Funnel, where we take all the nerd news of the world and funnel it into your more than willing ear holes. Uh, I am with Juan today. What's up, buddy? Hey, how you doing, man? Oh, you know, living that dream. Living the dream. Oh, I don't know, man. Like, looked outside today. It's an amazing day out in San Diego. If it's, you live not in San Diego, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, you should be here. It's uh, extremely gorgeous here right now. Perfect weather. As is uh, as normal for this time of year, summer summer of Shway, as we like to call it. Uh, you, me, and me, and, me and uh, Manny Whitey, uh, two thousand seventeen, seven, seventeen years we've had yeah. Shway summers together now. Yeah. So uh, we gotta make sure we get that desert trip in too. Well, it'll be. It'll hopefully we'll have more than just a desert trip this year. It'll be. Oh, but we are we're looking for things. But anyway, um, <laughs> we start off with some happy things because actually we're gonna talk about kind of a serious issue today. Um, so, you know, uh, in the past few casts, we've been talking about like movies and summer blockbusters and TV shows and stuff. But, um, this week's been kind of a, a momentous week. You know, I got on timestamps a little bit, but there was the, uh, not to draw Paul, I don't want to draw politics into it much, but it just kind of got me thinking about violence is the congressional shooting baseball game shooting thingy. And, uh, there's been a lot of shootings in general lately and just like a kind of a culture of kind of violence and antagonism. And so I was kind of thinking about like, well, as nerds, you know, uh, I kind of like to think we have a, you know, we kind of reflect the culture we're in a little bit, but do we reflect all the bad parts too? And one of the things I'm like, are we reflecting a uh, higher tolerance for violence in our media as far as like, uh, you know, TV shows, movies, games, uh, things like that? And I have to pretty unequivocally say yes. I feel like our 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 kind of a tolerance level uh, for it has gone up. Uh, of recent years and so we were just talking about the upcoming uh, impending season uh, premiere of Game of Thrones and that's a good place to start because that show is pretty fucking violent there is some blood there is some cutting I mean even in the game we play you know when Ramsey Bolton's flaying those motherfuckers and and or, uh, Ramsey Snow is flaying those guys alive and it's just like and we see these characters kind of delight in it and and I mean as much as we watch and think oh we're repulsed by that it's like well but we're still encountering it, like it's still being brought to our attention. I, I have a, a different perspective on it. I mean, I think that violence has been something part of uh, the human experience since since well since we've been around. Uh, one of the things that's happened now is that information gets disseminated so fast is that we become aware of a lot more of of, of these things that are happening. But if you go back a hundred years. Um, violence was everywhere. Violence was violence was absolutely everywhere, and part of 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 uh, uh, just a daily struggle. And if you go further back into like like you know the the Middle Ages, it was everything was violence. Mm-hmm. That's how you survive. That's how you uh, managed to have offspring. Like there there, there was, um, I would say it was more more weaved into the daily uh, your daily life than it mm-hmm. is now. Um, we have uh, a lot more mediums where violence is is shown, but if you think personally, just personally in your own life, how much violence do you actually see around you? Not much, right? That's it, true. Yeah, a lot of it is basically you seeing something online or a movie, and um, I I can't say I I, I don't agree that us viewing violence as is making us. Uh, more desensitized to it. I think that we, by nature, are a violent species. We have always been a violent species. We're fairly warlike, um, and 
for the most part, I think that the, there's there's a lot more calm in the world. I mean, there's obviously some some things that are happening, but I think by comparison, where we are doing better, and I don't know, maybe 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 our bloodlust is you know being fulfilled by just watching it on TV or watching it on screen. Um, and vicariously, so we, yeah, and so we don't have to go out and you know randomly fillet a fucking guy. Well, maybe maybe you're right in the sense that like, hey, well. We're taking our violent impulses and we're like we're putting it we're contextualizing them in like a non physical space. So it's like, well, we see it on TV, we see it, we act that out through games and things like that. So then it's not in the world, right? But I kind of feel like, well, so you do have a point that you know we've human beings are definitely a violent species. We're warlike, we're we're carnivores. You know, we start as you know hunters and gatherers and stuff like that. And you know, so yeah, war has always been a hallmark, and violence has always been violence has always been a, a hallmark of our existence. I mean. It's kind of kill or be killed, and you know, take or be taken from things like that. But not even, not even, not even. I wouldn't say even just like like death. I mean, think about um, fifty years ago uh, with women, and and it wasn't like highly frowned upon if a husband you know beat the shit out of the wife. Like it just wasn't as highly like frowned upon. Like women were just like, well, you just take it. Yeah, and and. I mean, if you think about that, it's like, holy shit, that is uh, super violent and super shitty, right? Where you, 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 we know that it still happens now, but if your family and your friends find out that you're a wife beater, holy shit, you, you're done. I can tell you there's going to be some motherfuckers at your house, like, looking for you. Well, in America, like, and most of the, you know, first world countries, I mean, there's still large swaths of the world where that's not an issue. Right. Um, well, and here's the thing, just kind of as a counter argument. So we are say we're getting better, but like the 20th century, there were more wars and more human on human killing than any other century before. Right, on but record. I, it, I think a lot of it had to do with just how much more people there 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 was. I mean, you're but talking we're, about we're like about more the, ex, the exponential growth of, of 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 humanity, right? Like over the last 150 years, like just how rapidly we're uh, we're reproducing the the fact that we're having more encounters with people that like have a different perspective it was simply it 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 was what was going to happen there's more people in less space you can't occupy like, the same space right. and, and, and people are going to contend for resources and stuff like that and ideologies uh, think about like last time you went to a show like you can't help but rub shoulders with people sometimes and sometimes you get pushed a little hard and but you you know that it's unintentional yeah. now think of us coming from, you know, a situation where we all had space to now we're like we're constantly having to rub like arms with each other. Mm-hmm. It, we were going to get to that point where we are we're going to see a lot more of those uh, a lot of those tendencies come up. Like we're all trying to take up the same space. Well, I don't I don't disagree that the numbers are larger, but as a like percentile, as like a proportion, I think like it like so we're finding more and more efficient ways to kill each other in greater and greater numbers. More, more easily, right? So, over you know the last, uh, you know, like in you know the advent in the World War One of like you know mustard gas and tank fighting, and then there's you know ICBMs and nuclear weapons and um, you know uh, like anthrax and all these different ways of killing each other. And I, I mean, honestly, like human beings, like you say, like one of the major driving forces of technology has been finding more and more efficient ways to take each other out. Right, but it wasn't like it wasn't like during the development of these things, like uh, all people were watching was just propaganda. It wasn't like there, there, it wasn't like there was media, like a huge amount of media consumption as there is now, yeah. telling them like go kill, hey, like go kill in a video game, 
like now you're gonna go and feel desensitized to it. It's like no, nah, man. Like it, like that. There was less of that uh, during that time, and still those things were being developed. Yeah. So it, it there are definitely there's definitely an argument to be made about um, the violence that we experience through the media consumption that we use. But at some point, there is uh, the individual responsibility of those things. Okay. Um, well, I mean, so okay, so you know, there is an argument made there, and I think there are points on on both sides. And I think you know, you have brought us some really good points. I think I, you know, I brought up a couple, but you know, those issues, like that's like, um, maybe it'd be easier for us to maybe draw a conclusion this way if we kind of enter in our own experience with violence and kind of extrapolate from there. So, for example. How do you feel like when you were younger as opposed to now, how you deal with and encounter violent things when you see them, like as far as on games and TV and video and and stuff like that, or just even in the real world, like how do you deal with it differently? Is it getting easier? Is it getting harder? So uh, with the quality of, of shows and games that are being created, uh, perspective has definitely changed where um, – they're developing so many of these characters that are relatable. Um, even even as, as as even even with things uh, mediums like uh, like anime or animation, like it's hard to conceptualize and 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 phrase it in such a manner where you're like you can relate to a cartoon because we were like, what do you mean you're relating to a cartoon? Like you can't really, like there are certain emotions that they are they they are uh, pointing to or alluding to that you can relate to. And so when said characters die, like, it's like, it hurts. Like, you actually have that moment of like, oh, man, like, it's, it, it, the, the fact that they're no longer within this story that I was being told, like, actually is, is, is hurtful. Like when Glenn got killed in Walking Dead. Hodor! Hodor! I know, right? <laughs> so, so, I mean, as far, you know, it, it it's definitely uh, and you know good shows will will do that to you. There's good character development. Some people I don't really give a shit if they die or not. Like yeah, some of them are pretty horrible, and it's like oh man, like I can't believe like you 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 weren't done away with earlier. Yeah, uh, what's his name? Um, Joffrey. Yeah, yeah. It's like how long? How many seasons do they have that full for? And you kind of enjoy seeing them get killed off. Like it's kind of a kind of a a, a guilty pleasure. I remember I felt that way. Um, I don't know if you watched Battlestar Galactica, but um, I felt that way when uh, oh, what's her name? Uh, oh, at the very end of the show, when um, oh, the engineer guy. Why am I forgetting his name? Anyway, he found out through like this neural link with the other the other Cylons that um, he was being lied to, and that this other Cylon had killed his girlfriend, and so. And she's she was like a little lying shit face and a manipulator, and he just like kind of those characters you like love to hate. And so he fucking spaced her in an airlock. He evacuated all the fucking air out of this airlock and basically like suffocated her. And, <laughs> and it was just like horrible to watch, like this slow, brutal scene. But like I remember like not being phased by it at all. But then like for example, so that that didn't make me feel bad. But then like I remember watching Logan this year. And I I talked about this in the Logan cast when I watched the Wol- uh, you know the Wolverine movie, and like that movie was so fucking brutal. Like he was so like primal and animal and just stabbing people in the face, and there was so much blood and like you know bones and shattering and stuff like that. 
And it's weird how I can go back and forth because like I watch that and I'm like my stomach gets queasy. But then I'll play like Mortal Kombat 10 and then there's like Sub-Zero is doing his like x-ray move and he like stabs someone through the heart with his ice sword and then rips their heart out, freezes it, squishes him. Then, you know, slams him down, rips their fucking head off. It's like, that's so awesome. That's super cool. And I'm like trying to understand why one thing is not. Is it, is it, it must be context. It's like one thing is makes me queasy. One thing I'm like, I'm cheering for. It, it is context. And like I said, there, some of them are the primal instincts that we have, right? Some of them are the primal, like I've, I've, I've been in, I've been in fights. Yeah. And, um, violent, I mean, fights by nature are violent. You know, there's, there's a lot of, uh, very specific emotions that are being filled rage and anger um i don't know if you've ever been in a situation where you felt helpless where like you knew you got like taken advantage of uh, especially when it's a physical confrontation when you know like oh shit i got I, I got beat like um one of the one of the things that that, that started happening to me or they didn't have happened to me was that <clears throat> you get to the point where you understand that during those kind of confrontations, there's always going to be a winner and there's always going to be a loser. Yeah. And so you can't like you you have to be able to let go of those negative emotions. Like, yeah, man, you got the shit beat out of you. Like, you, there's no reason for you at that point to feel like, oh, man, like I got taken advantage of or like, hey, like uh, I'm going to be angry at this person for fucking ever or I'm going to go out looking for fights. It's simply like it was this violent situation you're involved in. You didn't die. You did get beat up. But then you 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 have to have the capacity to let go of everything that that, that moment that that moment brought. Yeah. Um, as opposed to like feeling like victimized, like uh, the, one of the hardest, one of the I think the the worst feelings that anybody can have is that that feeling of helplessness and being victimized. Um, but we all have it. We all have that capacity if we get fucking put in a corner and get a little fucking knife thrown our way and it's like look man this is it like it's it's fight or flight yeah. like we will always we will not always but i think that for the most part most of us will always fight it's like dude i'm not just gonna go out like shit i know i'm gonna die but i'm at least slash your face yeah um, remember remember uh when we were in la and we chased down that person after yeah. dude yeah and he turned around on us and he had, he had that knife, knife. yeah holy crap so uh uh, uh, Juan and Whitey and I, uh, many years ago, we took a uh, road trip around California, which is fucking awesome. We need to do that again. And um, we stopped at Third Street Promenade in LA in Santa Monica, and uh, we were walking the street off on Arizona, Arizona Street, and uh, this lady, this lady's screaming, yeah, and this bad. guy runs across the street, and then you saw it first, and you fucking took off like you were just like after a meal. So your your fight response is just like boom. And then I'm like, oh shit, something's up. And then I go follow. And then Whitey's just like kind of just oblivious, didn't even notice what was going on. So we take off, and I'm we're about to catch him. We're about to catch him too, and he's at the end of that alleyway. Yep. Oh my god. That's why he pulled the 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 knife is because we were just about to catch him. He was backed into a corner. It's that fight or flight. So then we were all like ready, like holy shit. That's all right. I ain't gonna get stabbed over somebody else's purse. No. So we, yeah, we had to make a choice. Um, We are not Batman. No, no. I mean, and we didn't even have like. I mean, if at least we had like a baton or maybe knives of our own, it would have been like it could have been a, a standoff. But it's like, nah, man. Like, you look like you 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 have no problem stabbing me. So yeah, 
I wish not to get stabbed today. Yeah, let's not <laughs> let's not end our trip that way. But it's yeah, definitely respond. So maybe we kind of as a species kind of like we have that ingrained in us. And that's one of the reasons also I, I kind of, I made this argument with horror movies too. It's like, we have these primal instincts to like, like a fear response and a fight response, things like that. And so more and more, we're kind of outsourcing the, the solicitation of those feelings to through media, through media. And because we're not encountering them in our day to day lives, which I guess is a good thing because we're not encountering them. We're maybe safer, but, um, as human beings, it's still like there's something in us that seeks that out. And so maybe my question should be like, well, is it meant, is it healthy for us mentally playing games, watching TV shows, stuff like that? Like instead of encountering it in the real world where it's put into like a kind of a tangible context that, that we, when we see it on, on TV and stuff, like it somehow changes its meaning or makes it okay or not. Okay. I would say that it, I would say that it, it makes, I, I would say that it makes it okay. I would say that um, it's uh, it's basically us getting our fix um, one way. I mean, the other way would basically be us living it on on a on a on our uh, just throughout your life. And I, like I said, I know that personally, we, I have seen less and less of those moments. I think that um, people were more shocked when those those kind of things happen. Um, there's more of an outcry, you know? right? I mean, even 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 like a uh, like a fight like out in PB or in downtown San Diego, like people are on it. People are like people are put off, like holy shit, like no, like that's crazy that's happening right now, and yeah. and um and so. Uh, but do you think that there's the, some people are just like they don't even like engage with it, like they're so immune to it, or they just kind of walk by it, or they just kind of stand back, or do you think? No, I I so this is I think that this comes to. Uh, individuality i think this comes to um your own perception and your own understanding of things right because i mean they've done tons of studies uh how how they how they actually identify sociopaths and it's basically people that lack the capacity to feel um empathy or sympathy and and Mm -hmm. just lack the capacity to do those things and i think that those people <clears throat> by nature simply are always going to be out there and that there's just so many of us i mean that, like the chances that you're going to run into them like are there just simply because there's just so many of us that there has to be more of them being born mm-hmm. um but even for them like the 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 capacity to have like a media outlet for them to have these like fantasies and for them to have like these like things where it's like they're, they're, they're like they, they don't have to empathize mm-hmm because it's not like the it's not like the 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 whatever media consumption they're they're absorbing is causing them to be more violent or be less empathetic. They are already like that. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, like just like the, with this week, this sh- congressional shooter guy. It's like he had a history of 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 uh, of spousal abuse, and he has a history of mental instability, of of violent tendencies, and stuff like that. And the point you make about like, well, it's a good thing we have that outlet. Because, like, remember when, like, Street Fighter and Mortal Kombat and, like, Killer Instinct, all those games came out, like, back in the early 90s, and, like, there was a huge parental parental yep. backlash about the violent games and stuff like that, and they're like, oh, you know, our children are, like, hitting each other and stuff like that. Well, first of all, kids find ways to fight and hit each other no matter what they're doing, um, and number two, kids imitate whatever the hell they see. Like, their right. kids are imitatable. So, I don't think that was really much the case, and as in fact, I would argue that... that um, 
you know, or then, or like when when those when the school shootings first started like amping up, like uh, yeah. what was the one when we were freshmen? Columbine. Columbine, yeah. And it's like, oh, they were playing, you know, violent video games, and they're watching The Matrix and watching violent stuff. And it's like, well, okay, well, how many people saw The Matrix? How many people play violent video games? Like, the chances, I mean, for you know, ninety nine point nine percent of the population, it's a, it's, it's contextualized, and it's, you know, kind of, it can be construed as kind of like maybe a therapy or an outlet or something like that. Or at the very least, you know, people are not going to go out and be like, well, I played mortal Kombat, So I'm going to go stab someone in the fucking chest with a spear. Yeah. Like you just, this is not going to do that. So the people that are predisposed or, or, you know, likely to, to do these violent acts, we're probably going to find a way or decide to do it when you're there, just whether or not they played a violent video game or watched a movie. I'm not saying it's, it's helping them, but I'm not saying they. It's because of that that they did it. I have I have viewed it that people that people that excuse that kind of behavior or people that say, "Well, this person acted in this way because because of this one specific thing," are basically uh, uh, they want to take responsibility maybe from themselves and that individual, mm-hmm. right? It's just like it's like, well, it's not his fault. I mean, he played violent games and he watched. Game of Thrones and Breaking Bad, and it's like, no, I mean, it's an individual. He had to get to the point where he's like, "Hey, I'm going to do this," or "This is what's going to happen." Like, the, the, there was the Walter White wasn't back there telling him, "Like, hey, yo, bro, cook some meth." Yeah, it, it was like you like decided at some point, like, "This is what I'm going to do," and then you did it. And and to think that you can just excuse their behavior because of something they viewed. Is a cop out, like not just for that individual, but just the society as a whole. It's like no, like yeah. you know, like individuals' actions need to be held as individuals' actions, not as a hey, they were provided this uh, this this medium where they could witness witness these things, and now they don't they don't have to be responsible for. It. It's like no, yeah. they, they exactly why they're responsible. Yep, um, especially if you know. If they're adults and they're, you know, if they if they're mentally imbalanced and stuff like that, and they need help, then they need help. But it's like, and at that point, going to what you just said, if there's a chemical imbalance, if there's mental instability, then it is our failure. It is, it is, it is our failure as a society to be able to help them out and address those issues. Good it point. Is yeah, not so much them because like you can't help like somebody's like, um, like mental state. Like it's a sickness. It's yeah. it's, it's it's something that they have no control over. Yeah, it's like well, you know, if you're you know, severely depressed or have, you know, bipolar disorder or something like that. And, you know, it's not like you don't, you don't, you want to feel bad, but it's like you biologically, biochemically cannot feel good. And right. it's like, we need to recognize that and then treat it. Um, and, it, you know, as the consequences of that are, can be sad and unfortunate, but, you know, as a, as a families, as, as friends, as, as, as culture, do definitely need to, re- well, remove the stigma for, asking for help or recognizing it in the first place and treating it and then get off our asses and do more about it. Right. Cause and here's, here's a, here's a perfect example of the bias that we have. And just, we always want to make ourselves feel better. Yeah. We always think, we always think that we're better than, than, than what we really are. We always think that we're, we're, we're more attractive than what we really are. Um, and so we're always looking to excuse things f- for, from ourselves. What is the difference between somebody who goes out and kills one person and somebody who commits suicide because they technically killed the person? I mean, it was themselves, but they still killed the person. Yeah. Why is it that we hold them on a completely opposite spectrum 
than somebody who kills an, another person. Uh, well, I guess because there's nothing really you can do to them afterward to hold them accountable. Right, but there's 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 a level of like almost like a martyr that like yeah. you have these people like somebody who committed suicide right? and like people have uh, to go through the process of like oh well what is it that I didn't see why wasn't I able to help like what 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 could I have done to make the situation better it's like why isn't that like the questions that we're asking when somebody kills another human being that's a very good point that's a very good context to look at it I really like I, man that's really fucking that's ge- fucking genius sir Thank you, you are a soci- uh, sociology genius um, so now we've, we've, we've kind of, we've gotten pretty heavy with this. Um, now let's kind of just can kind of indulge our guilty pleasure. Uh, violent shit we like to watch. Attack on Titan. Attack on two. Titan. I know, right? Oh. So good. Uh, I wrote a, re- a re- review of the first episode. It's really, really good. <sighs> They're answering questions like the lore and the myth is starting to like, f- f- like, yeah. like come about. Um, and it's, it's so the, what's cool. I mean, what's a cool thing. What's interesting about the violence on that show is that it's so human. I mean, the beings are macro humans and they're just ma- just like biting the shit out of each other. It's very primal. But, right, the, the titans are primal. The titans are primal, right? It is just uncontrolled rage and anger and like death. And then you It's see- like they're more really the humans than the humans themselves yeah. are. Yeah. It's like they're representing like, you know, okay, this is what you all are underneath and we're just showing you what it is. Right. Right, I mean, because literally they're like, and that's, and I didn't think about this before. They are like showing what what's underneath. They're like all muscle, and like a lot of the, the other ones, like there's chunks of their 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 musculature and bone and stuff that are that are not not uh, covered up. Like they are partially like physically revealed to like the the raw muscle, the raw natural elements of the human being underneath the skin, underneath the surface. Yep, dude. I just got another layer of that show, thanks to you, man. <laughs> oh, dude, fuck, this is awesome. Um, and then they just had that reveal of like the 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 Titan that could talk, the the ape ape like. Oh, so I'm so I'm about three episodes behind. I'm I'm just at the uh, just at the point where oh, they revealed did- the armored Titan and the 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 the, the super giant uh, Titan the colossal being re- Titan yeah, being, yeah. being revealed. Oh shit! Okay, um, I still I spoiled it for you a little bit. But, oh um, no, not at all. Like, and here's here's the thing with 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 that show is that. There are so many layers, right? And you can you can look at the times themselves as as, as a representation of us at a, a certain uh, a certain point throughout our history where we are violent. Like we like look, you want to eat, you're going to go kill something. Like there was a village like right across the hill, you might have to go and kill somebody. Like somebody might want to try, come over and kill you. Like it was it, it's it's part of our survivals. We are we are animals. Regardless of how much work and how much progress we've made when it comes to the core, we are still animals and we're still part of, um, uh, uh, like, a planet. Like, like we have a space. And in order for us to, like I said, if we if we ever get pushed against the wall, you are probably going to at least try to kill somebody. Yeah, it's it's pretty amazing what you'll do when you're backed in the corner. But but then the, the then and then they put Attack on Titan and then they have the animation that goes so extremely well so and the good. blades that they use and yeah. the like like the the the, 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 the oh, I forget what they call it the the things they use to basically the, maneuver the three D gear the three D gear which yeah. is like oh shit like that that like all right man that's a pretty kick ass way to kill something and it's cool. that's a pretty way to kick ass up <laughs> and the, like the, just the blades they just kind of like yeah. it, they're, they're like they're, they turn into like this these flying blades it's yep. pretty cool and then of course they have this the kind of like the CGI kind of 
semi three dimensional view with their them the the animated characters running across those fields or on yeah. the horseback, and then it kind of backs up into like that three D is pretty cool. Um, that's the cool thing about anime too is like I think anime has one of those things where it's been more overtly violent as a genre, and especially in, in Japan, like they have a more cultural kind of comfort level maybe with violence. Going back earlier, like think about cartoons. Like, what was the, what was the most violent cartoon you can remember from like 1982? Like fucking, you know, uh, GI Joe. I don't yeah. know. Um, shit. But like, what? Think about this. Like, what was coming out in 1980s? Uh, Akira. That's what. Like, so that, when, like you, some... when when you were asking that question, I'm like, look, I'm like, I'm pretty sure that Akira came like was on in the 80s, and the first time I saw the movie, I was like, wait. I don't understand what just happened. It's and that's one of those things. It's it's more like mind violence. So more like we're talking about like just like he's because um, uh, like was it Tetsuo? Yeah, it's just like you know really messed up in the head, and that internal violence kind of ext- represented itself in all those physical forms, all that all that shit that was coming out of him um, when he got those superpowers and like just. Just manifesting that violence and that rage with you know telekinesis, and, and, and it was it was one of those things too. Because I, mean, I mean, I I've, I still have it in VHS. That's how much I like this movie. Like it's great. The, yeah, the, um, it was one of those things too that I used to think about too. Was like I'm like Akira, like like the 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 character. I forget his name right now. That's embarrassing. Tetsuo Kaneda. Uh, Kaneda. Kaneda is the one that's like trying to help him. Yeah, out, yeah. Like all the way till the end, he's like, yo, like. I'm probably going to die, but, like, I'm still here. I still, like, want help. And, you know, they do those flashbacks when they were kids, and he's like, dude, I'll take an ass beating for you. And that's a cool thing about, like, what's one of the I mean, good things about violence is, well, it's it's horrific and it can be terrible. It does give us the opportunity to show the best sides of ourselves, too, because he's willing to stand up to all that violence and just be like, no, you've got these super awesome telekinetic powers, and you are fucking destroying everything, and you are basically a gigantic rage monster. But, um... I am still going to be there for you. He's still trying to reach him. Still trying to reach him. Same thing with like uh, another good example is Hulk, like Bruce Banner. Yeah. Like just, you know, he's violence incarnate. Like his power comes from violence, like rage, like anger. And, um, you know, just that that, uh, kind of, that dichotomy of like, well, it's violence at the same time. It's the worst part of us, but it's also how we can measure the best parts of us too. It's a crazy dichotomy to think about. Yeah. That's awesome. Well, uh, Nerd Funnelers, if you've got uh, violence uh, issues, topics, movies, TV shows, stuff you want to talk about, I think it's definitely one we're going to have to revisit at a certain point. And we'll just, you know, because we, we kind of waxed philosophical about, like, kind of the nature of violence, but we should do another one where it's just, like, violent shit we like, like violent TV shows and, and <sighs> stuff like that. There's so many it's good... So, there's so much good stuff. There's so much good stuff. Um We'll have to do it when we have a little more time than today. But, like, you know, and, you know, culturally, I think, you know, we've gotten more comfortable with watching uh, violence. So violence has become more of an art form. Like, you know, shows are getting really creative about how they show violence and how they portray it on the screen. Um, Think about the explosion of things like the UFC. Yeah. Like, the explosion of, like, mixed martial gyms in the U.S. is bananas. Like, how, like, it's like... People are no longer just like using these as just like just fighting because you have some anger issues. Just like, dude, there's an art and a beauty about it too. And that goes back to like Colosseum days in Rome. Shit, people have been wanting a good show where blood is blood is drawn forever. Gladiatorial combat and 
and all that stuff. You know, it's like you see some of the end of these fights, and these guys are hugging each other. It's like, bro, you almost killed me. He's like, bro, you almost killed me. Like, well, he just brings out the brings out the best in people too. Like I said, it's like a, it's two sides of the same coin. And uh, what was his name in that Matrix? Uh, the Seraph, the Asian the Asian guy. Yeah, he's like he's like uh, no. He's like you could have just no. He was like you could have just asked who I was, and he's like, no, you do not truly know someone until you fight them. <laughs> so maybe uh, violence shows people, just like an Attack on Titan, like it shows you what you really are underneath. All right, all right, that was good. All right, nerd funnels. We got some. We dropped some knowledge on you. Get some revelations, and uh, drop some on us. Uh, Nerdfunnel.com. Uh, YouTube.com slash nerdfunnel, Facebook.com slash nerdfunnel, uh, at nerdfunnel on Instagram. And uh, until next time, you have been nerd funneled. <laughs>